Hello, everyone. This is Austin Bellino, the host of the educational podcast, Culture to Grow, where you get to travel the world and learn about different cultures from the comfort of your home, maybe your car, or if you're half asleep, your bed. Hello, everyone. This is Austin Bellino, your host to the educational podcast, Culture to Grow. Spring is right around the corner, so I thought it would be a great time to introduce this topic. This episode will focus on childhood games around the world in hopes to take a deeper dive into the topic of culture and its impact. Here in the U.S., I grew up playing games like Duck, Duck, Goose, Freeze Tag, Capture the Flag, and Foursquare. Soon you will learn about six different games that are played around the world which will increase your cultural understanding and appreciation. Get ready to learn, laugh, and be inspired by the power of cultural diversity in the world of childhood games and feed that inner child of yours. Enjoy. Hi, guys. My name's Angel, and I'm currently studying econ and business. In the U.S., you mentioned that you love, you guys love to play tag or hide-and-seek. Um, it's kind of the same in China. That In China, we also like to play hide-and-seek in our young age, but like there's a, more of a Chinese game, a Chinese childhood game that we play. It's called Throw the Handkerchief. It's basically that you gather five or six or even more people or uh, we gather in a circle and then each of us will just sit on the floor and then we will sing a song also called Throw a Handkerchief. Like that song is like a match set with this game. So like we'll just like we'll select one of the people and that child is going to hold, hold a handkerchief and he's going to walk around behind everybody in the circle. So and then when we like while we're singing, while others are singing the song, that child is going to select a lucky guy, and that child then will put the handkerchief behind guy that he selected. And the, if the child like with the handkerchief noticed that there's someone like throwing the handkerchief on on his back, like he have to stand up and run to chase the child who give him the, the handkerchief and if he didn't catch the child at the end um he will lose and he have to and he or she have to perform a um a little like trick or a little talent show in the middle of that circle to say that oh i'm losing so i'm performing for you guys so i'm amelie i'm from germany i grew up here so i spent most of my time here in germany we played a lot of fire water sand and ice you have like a group of, of kids and they're running through a room or a garden. And then you always have like a game leader. And if he calls storms, storm all players lie down on, on, on the ground so that the storm cannot harm them. And if he calls water, then all the players should go up to, to a high level, for example, to a bench. And if he calls sand, um, everyone lies down on the ground and what else if he calls fire yeah if he calls fire everyone runs to a previously agreed place or corner and you should hurry up because always the person for example who's the last person on the bench is out hello my name is miwa i'm from japan i'm going to introduce a children's game in japan there are so many interesting children's game in japan so it was hard for me to pick just one. I asked one of my friends from the US who came to live in Japan seven years ago which game he thought was the most interesting. And he said 
The game called Achimuite Hoi was very interesting, so I'm going to explain this game. This is a game derived from rock, paper, scissors. Originally, this game used to be played as geisha entertainment in a district in Kyoto called Gion. But nowadays, it is popular among a wide range of people from children to adults. Now, I'm going to explain the rules. We need two people to play this game. Two people sit or stand facing each other. Then play rock, paper, scissors. Right after we find the result, the winner points the finger to the other person's face and then gestures either up, down, right, or left, shouting Achimuite Hoi, which means look over there. They point their finger in one of the four directions when they say Hoi. The other person turns his or her face to one of the four directions when the first person says Hoi. If his or her face is the same way as the finger pointing, then the person who points the finger wins. And if they do not match, the game starts over from rock, paper, scissors. When you get used to playing this game, it would be more fun to try as fast as you can. Try and have fun! Hi, I'm Andrea Trejo. I'm Mexican. I'm in 10th grade. The one that I think is the most like popular in Mexico is La Víbora de la Mar or The Sea Snake, which it's like a song, but that's part of the game where basically two people are assigned as melon or sandia, which are cantipi or watermelon. They hold hands and raise them like in a pyramid form. And the rest of the participants have to form a line by holding onto their shoulders and going through the pyramid as the song goes by. And when the song ends, um, they trap a person and that person has to choose either between the cantupli or the watermelon and they go to the side that they chose. And basically you repeat that until there are no more participants left and there are two teams that will play pull the rope to see who wins. My name is Norshafina Binti Sukri and I'm from Malaysia, which is more specific in Keda. And I was 18 years old, the most popular game in Malaysia and the most that I like, that I like which is it's called Chonka. And Chonka is considered as a as a game play for girls, but now everyone can play it, even though you're not girl. This game is actually play with two players sitting in front of one another. And chunk boards are made of wood and the sides are curved into various shapes and sizes. And actually, the name Chonka is easy to learn. Basically, this game is about mental arithmetic and it's all about calculation, but you, it's very easy. Because the easy trick to win this game is that you must mentally calculate your next your next move in advance, and you will get an extra advantage to collect points and win the games. So hi, Astin. My name is Shritika Pukrel, and I'm from Kathmandu, Nepal. Uh, nowadays, uh, people like people in Nepal they play different indoors and outdoor game like football, basketball, and you know chess and a lot of that. But in my childhood, we used to play a game called kabaddi. Uh, it is like it is a popular game in Nepal, and it is a game played with six six members in each team, and the middle line is stretched between these teams. 
So the main idea of this game is that one participant go into another area and touch one of the participant of the another team and um, make them die and come safely in their area. So and these things they were like reciprocated like uh, many times. And uh, lastly, those teams which have higher numbers of participants in them. Uh, they win. So yeah, this is the game that we used to play a lot. I hope you enjoyed this topic as much as I did. I really believe that playing and learning games from different parts of the world can create a shared experience and bond among people from different cultures and backgrounds. If you have kids or family members with young children, please be sure to share these games with them. And remember, if you like this episode, please subscribe or leave a great review. Take care, everyone, and bye-bye.